0: laboratory in the basement of his home Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. It's gonna be a tremendous episode, or at least I hope, as it is another solo episode. Now you might be saying Ryan, what the hell's going on here? What's with all these Solo episodes. This is supposed to be an interview show. Well, first, it's my show, so I can do whatever the hell I want with it. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't judge me. Second of all, I've been so freaking busy lately that uh, I just straight have not had the time to book guests. But I do have some great guests that I have scheduled out through the remainder of August uh, that'll be hitting the show. And then, um, you know, you guys know I don't do a tremendous amount of planning, mostly because I try to keep my head on the swivel, find people that are doing cool things or are in the mood to share, and when they are, I love having them on the show, and when that doesn't happen, then I just talk about random shit like this would have been. If I hadn't texted my homeboy, uh, Gordon Coyle, president of the Coyle uh, Coyle Insurance Group, and if you want to hear Gordon's episode on the show, I think it was about two months ago he was on, absolutely tremendous episode, Gordon is the man. And um, and that episode was gangster gangsters. So, uh, I was texting Gordon. I said, "Hey, man, I'm doing a, a solo episode again. Um, I have some ideas for what I want to talk about. W- what do you think?" And he shared a story. He was talking with a young producer at a different agency, a buddy of his, uh, a buddy of Gordon's, uh, one of, a producer in his agency. He was talking to him about creating content, and uh, what what. This this kid was telling Gordon was, you know, I, I know I need to be creating content and doing video, but, you know, and then he had a whole bunch of excuses. And Gordon just texts back, fear. And then he texted me like the next day, I guess today, uh, fear equals false evidence appearing real. So that's an acronym, false evidence appearing real. Fear makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, fear keeps us from moving forward. And this isn't going to be like a fluffy Philosophical episode. I want to talk. How do we tactically, from a new business production standpoint, how do we overcome the fears and 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 maybe even go a little bit further? How do we recognize that our excuses are nothing but fear, and then overcome them to actually create the content, to uh, make the calls you know, send the letters, do the follow-ups, whatever that thing is that's keeping you from getting to where your goal, how, how do we stop fear from, from you know, disabling us, from, from, from shutting us down, from, you know, allowing us to tell ourselves these little white lies that, you know, we know aren't actually the truth but they're just believable enough that they keep us from doing that thing that we know will make us productive. Before we get there, though, I want to give a quick shout out to this episode's sponsors. First, Podium, P-O-D-I-U-M, Podium, P-O-D-I-U-M. Guys, if you're looking to capture more leads on your website, if you're looking for a higher response rate from those leads, the answer is Podium, P-O-D-I-U-M.com. We use Podium at Rogue Risk, love it we have like a 97% response rate on leads that come through the podium widget on our site to do a bunch of other things but if you're looking to add text message and do it in a way that works uh, they have a great review tool as well uh, podium is the answer also better agency guys i've been you know i've been on and off better agency with the podcast we have a bunch of guys i love the guys at, at better agency i do will and nick and a whole team there, Katrina, all of them, they do a great job. Um, I think better agency is the future, especially for digital agencies, agencies that are trying to take that step out of just being, hey, we just write business within 20 miles of our location. If you're trying to expand, if you're trying to do it in a way that's scalable, there really isn't a better agency management system out there for scaling your, your agency, especially if you're in that, like, five to twenty employees range and you're really trying to like press the gas but I mean seriously if you're one person shop, you can run a better agency. You can run off a better agency and just crush it. So if you're looking to scale, if you're looking to go digital, there is no better agency management system slash CRM slash customer client prospect contact system than better agency. Go to betteragency.io, betterAgency.io or just Google better agency and you will find it. All right. So let's get into this episode right now. So I want to read you Couple things. Um, I just finished the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Absolutely tremendous book. The Obstacle is the Way. Now, the name kind of gives away what the entire book is about, but this is a book worth reading. I absolutely love it. This is actually the second time that I've read this book, and I've also listened to it on audiobook once. That's right. So, this is my third time going through this book. But I want to read to you um, just a few quotes from this book because when I started adopting this stoic philosophy and again when I say adopting please do not take it as like you know I'm I'm a I'm monkish about this that is that is definitely not the case um but you know, it's it is something that I think about. It's something that, especially when bigger obstacles present themselves, I try to set my mind to the fact that this obstacle, this struggle, this pain has been put in front of me for a purpose, to get better in some way. That that by focusing on solving this problem or sidestepping this problem or making sure this problem never happens again, by, by doing that work, I am strengthening myself. I'm creating positivity because I'm working towards a goal, right? Like like love Ryan Holiday's work, love this concept of the obstacles away. So uh, the entire book, I'd say, from the through thought is the work of Marcus Aurelius, uh, one of the most well-known, most popular, and most successful um, Roman emperors. And he wrote a series, a series of diary entries that were met, never meant to be published in a book called uh, Meditations, and you can go get that book. It's a tremendous book. Highly, highly recommend that book. You will You will read it. And you'll put the book down, and you'll be like, holy crap, like 2000 years, 2000 plus years ago, this guy was struggling with legitimately the same thoughts, same insecurities, same conflict that I'm dealing with today. And it's it's wild and, uh, and powerful. And I got a tremendous amount out of that book as well. But so I'd say that book and the thoughts, life, history of Marcus Aurelius is the through line. And then throughout the book, um, Ryan brings in all kinds of stories, both modern and historic. And uh, again, the book is tremendous. But but at the very beginning of the book, we're not even into the actual book yet. We're still in the preface. Um, uh, Ryan Holiday, the author of *The Obstacles Way*, quotes Marcus Aurelius from his book *Meditations*: "The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way." I'm going to read that to you again. The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Absolutely, Th- this. If you can, if you can hold on to that concept, don't, don't, don't think it's fluffy philosophy. It's not. Don't, don't wrap this in some sort of you know, kumbaya kind of crap. That that's not what this is in any way, shape, or form. This guy was a general. He was a warrior, he was a politician, he was all these things that had to deal with constant struggle. This is real world advice and and when you think about it, think about the things in your life that become challenges. We can either shy away from them, we can allow fear, false evidence appearing real, we can allow our perception of what might happen if we take a certain action, keep us from doing that action. or we can use that fear as a signal we can use it as a compass point right we can use it as our north star for what needs to be done the work that needs to be done sometimes we just need to have our ass kicked our 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 head bashed in you know sometimes you just need to get punched in the gut and feel that that intense pain to harden to get to get better to get stronger right that's that's how we improve if you're not taking shots if you're not if you're not you're not getting beat up, then what are you doing? Right? Like, where's the progress if you're not feeling pain? And, you know, that's kind of, and I know, you know, again, if you're a field general, then, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. Or if you're a professional athlete, that might make a lot of sense. But guys, this is, this is my point. This, this, this extends, um, this extends out to our entire lives. This this extends to 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 everything to 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 that call that you're you're unwilling to make to that to that 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 piece of content you're not willing to create to that follow up you're not willing to do to that event that you are unwilling to go to to that to that referral partner that you're afraid to to ask for ten minutes of their time right it's it's all of these but the fact that you don't want to make that cold call means that. That's a place that you have to point your acti- that you have to point your mind. Why are you unwilling to make that cold call? That video that you're unwilling to make. Why are you unwilling to create that video? What is it? Is it that you feel insecure about your, your knowledge? Is it that you don't like the way that you look? Is it that you don't like the way you sound? Is it that you don't think people will care? Those are all those are all fears. Those aren't real someone's gonna like the content someone's gonna think you look fine someone's not gonna care the way you sound someone is gonna want to watch that video it's fear it's your perception you're you're putting out into the future some idea that hasn't happened yet and using that as justification for not taking action right think about think about think about rocky right rocky's talking to his kid and i think this is rocky four or five it's the one where they have the video game and then Rocky beats the current champ in a video game and whatever and he says it ain't how hard it ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward right like Think about that concept. And again, I'm not trying to get woo-woo-y on you. I want you to create more content. I want you to make more phone calls. I want you to plow through this. What I want you to know is every single person listening to this podcast right now, and there are thousands of you, multiple thousands. On a good month, there's 10,000 of you listening to this podcast, right? Every single one of the other people, not you, every single one of the other people on this call has fears. We all do this. I do this. When I create episodes like this, these solo episodes where I'm kind of just going after it, getting after it, I don't know what I'm going to say half the time. I mean, I have a concept. I write down some notes. I have a kind of through-line narrative that I want to try to hit. Obviously, I want to deliver value to you, but what if it's terrible? What if you hate it? What if I, you know, make some off-color joke that you don't like or some conservative or, you know, libertarian reference that offends somebody? You know, I don't want to do that or, you know, whatever. I just you know, things come out of my mouth as I'm as I'm moving forward in my mind and I, I, I don't know if you're going to like this. You could hate it and unsubscribe and then I've just lost a subscriber. And the more subscribers that I lose, the less people want to sponsor the show and the less people want to sponsor the show, the more inadequate I feel. And the more inadequate I feel, the less I want to do this podcast. And the less I do the podcast, the worse I get at it. And as I get worse, then you actually do go listen to someone else. And now... From me just thinking that you may not like something that I said in one solo episode. I've taken this fear all the way through to the point where I just stopped the podcast because no one wants to listen to it anymore. I mean, that's bananas. It's bananas when I describe it to you that way. But that is what we all do every day with the things that create fear. So we what we want to do is use fear, use, use fear as a compass needle, as a north star. Use it as a, a set of guideposts. Why are you allowing false evidence that appears to be real, fear, why are we allowing that to keep us from doing the work that we know we need to do? Look, I'm not saying it's easy. It's definitely not easy. I mean, there's there's no doubt it's not easy, right? I, I, there's... It's not easy. Let's just put it down. It's not easy. None of this is easy. I'm not saying it's easy. And frankly, a lot of times when I do episodes like this, I'm trying to talk myself into something, right? Like like me talking to you about this is me trying to solidify in my brain that I'm going to use my fear as a compass needle, that I'm going to use it as a north star, that it's going to be it's going to be the guide rails for where I need to focus my attention, right? That's what this is. So Marcus Aurelius and Rocky weren't the only ones to to have similar thoughts. Benjamin Franklin, uh, Benjamin Franklin once wrote, "The things which hurt instruct." Right? It's so simple. When you get when you make that cold call and that that guy picks up the phone and you start in your pitch and he hangs that phone up or says, "Hey, don't bother me anymore, you asshole." Click. And you feel terrible right? You feel terrible. Who wouldn't feel terrible? That's a terrible thing. I mean, it doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean you shouldn't make another phone call. What it means is maybe your pitch wasn't on point for that particular prospect. Maybe he was having a bad day. Maybe his wife just told him that she was cheating on him. Or Maybe, you know, Maybe maybe reverse. Maybe it's a her who picked up the phone and her husband just told her that he's got $50,000 in gambling debt that he's been hiding from her. And now you cold call her and all she wants to do is rage on you because she can't rage on her husband at that point or whatever. You know, I mean, who the hell knows? People are having bad days. People have all kinds of things. Maybe she just lost a huge client. Maybe she just made a cold call and had some, some guy call her an asshole and hang up on her. So when you cold call her, she wants to, she's feeling so shitty that she does it to you. There's a million reasons why a cold call might not go the way that you would like it to go, and the point is, you you don't know unless you pick up the phone and you make the call, right? This is something I'm working through with my kid with hitting, right? So my son plays baseball. Uh, he's a very good baseball player. At eight, he's better than I was at twelve, and um, and I'm very proud of him and and all that kind of stuff. Um, But he gets a little fearful sometimes in the batter's box. Um, Not so much about getting hit with the ball, but he's fearful of getting out, right? He doesn't want to get out. He doesn't want to strike out in particular. Less scared of getting out as much as he doesn't want to strike out. In his mind, striking out is like the worst possible thing that could happen is striking out. And what I've tried to tell him is um, to get a hit, you got to strike out. If you step into the box, you're going to strike out eventually. And so to get a hit, you got to step into the box. So you have to be willing to accept the fact that there's going to be times when you get a hit, and there's going to be times when you strike out, and there's going to be times when you hit the ball as hard as you possibly can, and the shortstop's and right there and whack, catches the ball, and in the book, you struck out. It looks like a weak ground ball, even though you clobbered it. It doesn't matter. You can't control the outcome. All you can do is the work. That's all you can do. And that's all these guys are saying from Marcus Aurelius 2,200 years ago to, to, to Rocky in the, that movie was probably came out in the, in the knots, the 2000s or whatever, and then to Benjamin Franklin in the founding of our country to Ryan Holiday. The obstacle is the way, right? This, this, this concept, it's not rocket science, but you got to do the work. And when it comes to content, one of the things that I tell the people that I talk to about creating content over and over and over again. <sighs> you never know which piece of content is going to be the home run. You don't. You don't know which piece of content, YouTube or Google or the Instagram algorithm or whatever. You don't know which one of those, which, which piece of content is going to be the one that takes off. You can follow every best practice tip, trick, you know, gimmick scheme that you could possibly find online and you absolutely have no, the hubris of you, the hubris, the, 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 the ego, the, 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 the to, to think that you possibly have any idea which pieces of content are going to do well and which aren't is insanity. It's absolute insanity. You have no idea which one is going to hit and which one isn't. You could, you could dial in every little lever. And have it absolutely flop. The lighting could be perfect. The framing could be perfect. Your pitch, your tone, the way you deliver it, you could look perfect. You could have perfect makeup on and perfect clothes and the sound and the backdrop. And it could be, and it could absolutely bomb flop and get seven views and never have another view. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about that except show up again the next day and create another piece of content because. It's not about which piece of content wins. It's about putting the content out there and allowing the market to choose. That's all you can do. That is literally all you can do. You can follow, you know, Carruthers or Mick Hunt or Charles Speck or Billy Williams or Randy Schwantz or insert whatever other sales prospecting master guru is out there and all of those guys and ladies... Uh, you know, other than Kelly Donahoe Piro, who crushes the service side, does a little bit of sales. I, I just don't know too many female sales trainers. I apologize if, if you're out there, hit me up, have you on the show. Um, it, all of all of them are rock stars, and their advice is absolutely amazing. And it still doesn't fucking matter. You still just got to make the calls and let the prospects determine whether or not you would, I mean, David Crullers wrote a book, The Extra Two Minutes, and I agree with him that taking a little extra time, thinking through your pitch, thinking through the way you position it, how you find little tidbits maybe on their website or their socials to kind of connect with them, sure that helps. But that guy could have just found out that his dog died 10 minutes before you called and he tells you to go fly a kite. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you could do. You could call that woman, and she just lost her biggest client 10 minutes before to one of her competitors and all she wants to do is freaking strangle somebody and then you call with your cold call and it's perfectly timed and you have the right intro and you're breaking patterns and you have a little hook that you found from her social that com- that allows you some common ground and you could get to her and she could absolutely bitch you out on the phone because you, she just lost her best client and she has no one else to vent on but you. What are you supposed to do with that? Does that mean you're terrible at cold call prospecting? No, it doesn't. It means she was having a bad day. She didn't want to hear from you. That's all it means. Pick up the friggin' phone and make another call. Now, look, I, I struggle with this immensely. This is like one of my biggest fear things. And if I were still a day-to-day producer, I would have to work on this really hard, thankfully thankfully i'm not a day to day producer anymore um, uh, as much as i that's why i give you guys so much credit and i love producers because they they the, you put yourselves out there and and i guess all i'm saying is that uh, this 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 concept makes a ton of sense in cold calling it makes a ton of sense if you're doing drop ins still or going to networking events And it makes just as much sense and is is just as important when you're creating content, when you're doing digital marketing, when you're trying to get people to contact you. It is just, if not, more important because you you put that piece of content out there. It's a salesperson working for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And here's the key, my friends. You may put a piece of content out and week one, nothing. Terrible. Month one, nothing. Wait, you're... That was a waste of time. That content doesn't work. Video doesn't work. Social media doesn't work for us. In our part of the country, my clients don't go on the internet. You know, like all that stupid stuff. You could say all of it. And then a year from now, it absolutely blows up out of this world.
1: Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merged? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, Provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him. I said, "Buddy, let's do this together. Let's let's do this." And he looked at me and he put out his hand. And like a good solid Cuban American, he said, "Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it." And that's what we did. We flew to Colombia. We saw his operation, and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at Virtual Intel. That's with two L's. That's Virtual I-n-t-e-l-l. Dot com. Go check us out, see what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology delivered right into your agency and you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do like hiring, firing, requiring, recreating, trying to find processes. Just There's so much stuff I can't even say it right. That's right. Virtual Intel. Cast certified.
0: Why would it do that? Because we don't control the algorithm. Someone could trip upon it, like it, share it, 10 more people come in, watch it, one of them likes it, one of them actually clicks through your link and calls you, fills out your form on your website. I mean, Google is tracking all of this stuff, I'm talking about YouTube right now, And, and then all of a sudden YouTube's like, wait a minute, this video has a ton of value and starts showing it to a bunch of people and people start watching it. Now here's how that doesn't happen. Here's how what I just described that that kind of that kind of resurrection of content how that doesn't happen is if you don't continue to do the work. Stop being egotistical. Stop being selfish. Stop having the the hubris to believe that you have any clue what you're doing. I don't. I've created three hundred and fifty some odd videos. Three hundred? No, that's not true. 305, That's not three fifty. Three oh five. Three hundred and five videos on the Rogue Risk YouTube channel. We've done a hundred thousand views in the last 365 days. I don't have a freaking clue which videos are the good ones and which are the bad. And I just simply don't care. I just keep creating content. I just keep creating content. You cannot get me to stop creating content. I will keep creating content until I'm kicked out of Rogue Risk. Until someone just puts a boot to my butt and shoves me out the door. I will keep creating content. I will keep creating content. I will keep educating. I will keep bringing value to people who have questions about insurance, and I'm just going to keep going because I don't believe that I have any frigging clue which videos are going to be the good ones and which are the bad, and I, you know, since I, you know, since what happened with my wife and I or whatever, or ex-wife, uh, you know, I started doing videos from my desk here in my apartment, so it looks a little different. I, I'll be honest with you. I was a little insecure at first when I started doing that because I was like, I had, you know, I had the office and the studio at the, at the big house. I'm in a, a little apartment now, and, um, And I had, you know, the nice backdrop and it looked cool, it looked pro, that's great. And now I've kind of got this angular side shot where I'm sitting and I'm trying to make an apartment desk (laughs) look like an office desk. And at first I was like, oh, you know, is this... And then I said, you know what, fuck that. I'm going to keep delivering amazing content and I guarantee no one's going to give a crap that I'm doing it from this kind of like angular side shot versus, uh, you know, this really nice setup that I had uh, at the old house. No one's going to care. Guess what? No one's cared. No one cares, no one cares. They just don't, they don't care. Um, so you gotta keep creating content. Now I'm gonna, give you a, I'm gonna show you this in a different way. Here's a little different, here's a little different, a little different method. So um, we get a lot of comments on our YouTube channel. Some of them are bananas and some of them, are, especially the ones related to the carriers. Like if I do a carrier review or I talk about a carrier, a lot of times someone who's had a beef sometime with some carrier will find it and they'll, this carrier is the worst carrier ever and I don't respond to those ones. But every other legitimate question, we probably get half dozen to a dozen questions a week, I respond to all of them, every single question. and you may be saying to yourself, Ryan, why would you do that? You're a busy you know leader of a, of a company and you're growing and you know right I don't have time to respond to questions and that's fine. Maybe you don't. I don't believe you but but, but maybe that's true. Um, you can make time. Uh, I'm also a little crazy so you know just keep that in order but I'm also gangster gangster and we crush it so maybe you should be a little crazy too so so here's the deal I answer every question because I have no idea who these people are and which one of them is going to contact us. I have no idea which response to which question is going to lead to someone contacting us and doing business with us. And when people see a video and scroll down and see that the company is actually responding to all the comments, they ask questions or they believe that we're legit and they click through the links. And I believe, though I have no qualitative evidence to back this up at all, that the fact that we've probably gotten a couple hundred at least, if not more, comments and I've responded to 75 to 80% of them with legit answers, not just thanks, but like real legit, sometimes paragraph long answers, plays a role in the fact that we do so well on the channel. We're showing YouTube that, that we add value. We're showing, more importantly, insurance consumers who have an issue and I just do it. I don't think to myself, oh, do I have the time or, oh, what if this answer isn't perfect or, oh, what if I respond to them and it's it's not exactly what I wanted to say. I don't belabor it. I just do it. I just respond to the question. I move on with my life because one of those answers to one of those questions is going to yield one more person clicking through and becoming a client of Rogue Risk or at least uh, you know giving us a shot and if we can help them, that's amazing. Because I don't believe that I know the answers to any of the questions. I don't know which prospect is going to pick up the phone when I cold call. I don't know which channel partner is going to respond when I send them a cold, you know, uh, video, vidyard email. I don't know, you know, I don't know which piece of content is going to yield someone contacting us. I have no idea. I don't know. This isn't, I'm not some master guru rocket scientist who's, you know, crafts this perfect piece of content and pushes it out in the world and just knows it's going to blow up. That's simply not the way that it works. I mean, look at the way Gary Vaynerchuk rose to to the fame that he has today. That dude just created a massive, massive, unyielding, unrelenting amount of content. And in exchange, he became one of the most sought-after, uh, marketing and business speakers in the entire world. Now, you don't have to like Gary V. That's, that's not my point. My point is he absolutely dominates. Dominates. You don't have to like him, but enough people do. Enough people do. And my friends, that's the point. You don't need everybody to like you. Frankly, you don't want everyone to like you. You know, You just don't. What you need is enough people to like you, just enough people to like you, that you kick ass. That's it. That's all you need. That's the secret. That's the secret. You just need enough people to like you. That's all. You should assume that when you do a video, someone's gonna look at your video and be like, look at that dumbass. And you should assume someone else is gonna go, oh, God, the quality of that video is terrible. And someone else is going to go, whoa, the accent, the way they pronounce that word. So stupid. You should assume people are going to say that because people are idiots and they have their own taste and it's America and we get to think whatever the hell we want here. And that's amazing. There's also going to be people that go, wow, that chick, she's pretty friggin' smart. Man, she's crushing it. Jesus, love this. I want to do business with her. She's awesome. She's going to take care of me. Or man, this guy, I love the way he explains that. That dude, he gets it. He gets the way I think. I want to do business with him. If you get one person who says they want to do business with you, if I told you you were going to produce a video and only four people were going to watch it, only four, but one of them was going to be a tremendous client and the other three were going to think you a complete moron, would you make that deal? Would you create that piece of content? Would you do that? I hope you would because, guys, that's the game. That's the game. That is the game. That's the whole game. Just create content all day every day not not actually all day every day there's tactics so that you have your life and you know that that would be nuts if you did it all day every day um and maybe you can which would be even more amazing and i would love to see that and god bless you for doing it but my point is um there are tips and tactics like batching um like making your videos templatized so so okay let's 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 wrap up with that let's wrap up with some some super tactical stuff um, here and, and hopefully you made it through these 30 minutes um you know because you know this is the way that i think and part of this is me talking myself into different things that i know i got i need to do but um here's just a, a few a few things um uh if you want your videos to look good look good very simple um pick up your your iphone or god if you're using an android you have other life choices that you have to you have to question but okay pick up your smartphone uh stand in front of a window and maybe take two steps back from the window hold that iphone up so you're facing the window with the iphone pointed back or smartphone pointed back at with the camera you know pointed at you uh hold it up with a slight down angle that kind of slims you narrows you makes you look a little longer allows you to position yourself in the camera a little better it's just a more attractive look um and then speak clearly. Use Spielberg, Spielberg. If you have the new iPhone with the cinematic mode, it's probably better than a A7 Mark III Sony camera. I mean, it's freaking ridiculous. The first, the first cinematic setting video that I did with my new iPhone 13 or whatever the hell this is, uh, I had people like, "Oh, who got the new new camera? What new camera did you get?" I'm like, "It's my iPhone, bro." And so now. Stand in front of a window, so lights facing you, so you're lit, you're the subject, you want to be lit. If you can if you can have the window open, light coming in, and turn all the rest of the lights off now, that'll give you a kind of a framed look. Cool. Slight down angle, that will remove any garbage in your backdrop for the most part because it'll really just be capturing you with maybe a little bit of background. And then just talk clearly into it. That's it. Two, three minutes of value, now you look, you sound amazing, you're lit, you're focused, you're the subject because you've got the little dark around you and all you needed was a phone that you already have. Now, all, all the non-content related stuff out the window. Okay, great. Next, templatize the way you create videos. Mine is very simple. Super, super uh, clean, short intro. Today, we're going to answer the question, what is home insurance? Let's get it. Then I put a, I put it, so that's it. That's the whole intro. I start right there. No garbage up front. No, Hi, I'm Ryan Hanley, the president. No one gives a crap who you are at the front. You gotta hook them in. Hi, today we're gonna answer the question: Why do you need home insurance? Bam, done. I do a little tiny seven-second uh, logo thing that I got off Fiverr for ten bucks. Paid somebody ten bucks to take my logo and make it. Ah, maybe it's a little more. Maybe it's twenty-five bucks. Make my logo move with a little bit of music. That's it. Pop that in, and then I go. Then I get into the content. Hi, my name is Ryan Hanley. I'm the president of Rogue Risk where we do insurance differently, specifically specifically by making you specifically, oh shit, now I messed it up. Well, now that I'm trying to do it, I'm, hi, my name is Ryan Hanley, founder and president of Rogue Risk where we do insurance differently, specifically by giving you knowledge and information to make the right insurance decision. There it is. If you like this video, tap that like button if you're watching on YouTube that helps other amazing business owners and decision leaders just like you find this video, bam, then I get into my content, that's it. Think about how short that was, how punchy, bang, bang, after I messed it up that first time. Um, And then I'm right into the content. You need home insurance because. And here's the deal. Don't make it wonky or nerdy. Just talk like a regular human being. And, And be concise as you can. Try to give it a little spice. If I can throw in something, you know, something a little outside the ordinary, maybe a Bills reference or a local reference or a weather reference or something, just to spice it up a little bit. And then at the end, I have the same exact outro every time. If this is the kind of relationship that you would like from your insurance professional, we would love to do business with you. We work in all 50 states. No matter where you are, we can come to you. The best way to get a hold of us is to give us a call. 518-960-6600. You can email us at go rogue at roguerisk.com. You can visit us online at roguerisk.com, or I'm sure there's a button or a link somewhere around this video to let you contact us. Whichever way you choose, we look forward to doing business with you. That's it. That's the whole That's. Every single video is that. It's one sentence opener, quick logo, very quick, 15-second intro, content, 10-second outro with a call to action, I throw that same logo bumper on the end, that's it, templatized. Every video is exactly the same format. You know why? It makes it ridiculously easy to create content and it makes it even more easy to cut it up and produce the content. Here's who doesn't give a shit, the people watching the video they don't care if it's not artistic they don't care if it's not infotainment they don't care if it's not you know moving and uh, drone shots look i did all the drone shot stuff back at agency nation because it was fun and i was creating content for you guys it was meant to be entertaining but our content in the insurance industry is meant to educate and to get people to contact us it's meant to build trust and respect that's it that's all we're trying to do all right then put it on youtube give it a very clean simple Title that explains exactly what they're about to watch. Don't be gimmicky. Don't be ironic. Don't be. Don't try to be funny. Tell them exactly what they're gonna get. In the description, do the same thing. Put a link above the fold so that people can see the link. So that it t- have that link go directly to a page in which they can fill out a form, and bam, you are a YouTube content creating absolute stud gangster in the insurance industry. Then do that over and 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 over again. And the best way to do that. Is to batch your video recordings. What I mean by that is pick a day. I like Mondays because I have a lot of energy. Sometimes I do it on Fridays, and I'll just turn on the, the I'll just bang out five, six, seven, ten videos right in a row. I mean they're two, three minutes long. It shouldn't be that hard. And I just bam, 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 bam. Get them all done. Then during the week, I chop them all up, schedule them out on YouTube, and then I do it again the next week. The rest of the week, I'm not fuddling and farting around with them. They're already scheduled and ready to go out and then all I got to do is share them. That's the whole deal. That's what I do. That's the whole, I just do it over and 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 over again. That's the whole deal. And I'm not scared about one of the videos being terrible. I'm not scared of something wacky happened during the video. I'm not scared of losing my train of thought and just continuing and plowing through it because I don't care. I don't have any fear. There's no I'm not having any false evidence appear real in my brain. There's no fear. And there's no fear because I don't believe I know the answer, right? If I thought, "Oh, this video has to be amazing. This is the video. This is the this is the video that's going to take Rogue Risk into national celebrity status and we're going to be on talk shows because of how amazing our content is." And I got 20 20 views, I I'd, I'd be pretty upset. So I just don't put that kind of expectation on it. I just say to myself, I'm making tiny little, this is like dollar cost averaging, right? You're just making these little deposits, these little deposits, these little deposits, these little deposits over and over and over and over and over again. And what happens is compound interest, the compounding effect of continually creating content and adding value and adding views, you start to get rewarded. It starts to build up and that my friends is how you build an inbound machine. And you can do that on Instagram. You can do it on your website. You can do it on LinkedIn. I really like YouTube. I really like website SEO, Google search, stuff like that. And I really like LinkedIn. Um, those are the places where we have the most traction. And uh, and that's where we spend the most time. But we're also 95% plus business uh, uh, commercial insurance. So guys, I hope this episode was valuable to you. Um, I feel like I was talking very fast. Uh, I did just get back from the gym and I popped a high noon pineapple before uh before I started the episode but um yeah I felt like pretty jacked up um I just believe in this stuff guys I believe in it and I hope and and we've had so much success with it and I want you guys to have success too I know two episodes in a row about content or whatever maybe it's boring maybe it helps but um guys don't let the fear of what you look like or whatever like just 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 say fuck it and get to work just 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 get to work right? Just do it. And I promise, even if you don't like it, you do this enough time, it'll start to be fun. You'll start to have some fun with it. It'll start to show up. Your shoulders won't be so tight. You won't feel as tense. Your face, your muscles, but you just got to do it. You don't get better by thinking about it. You get better by doing it. And I promise you. And and if you want to practice right before you start putting stuff up on YouTube, use like Instagram stories, Because they're gone in a day, right? 24 hours later, the story's gone. So just test, 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 test. Get used to it. Test, test, test. And then when you feel comfortable, start doing some YouTube videos. Guys, this stuff works. I promise you. And uh, I just want to see you be successful. So I hope that you found value in this episode. As always, if you have questions, comments, you hit me up on the DMs, whatever socials you like. Um, I love you guys for listening to this show. I appreciate you. I hope you absolutely dominate. We're out.
1: a few drinks and smoke a joint bubbles? (laughs) Yes.